Hello everyone, welcome to Totally Reprised, the show where for some reason or another we watch all of Totally Spies. I'm Ashley Miner, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mind, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Um, we have Luke with us, because Luke's our other host now. I, I feel like as a host I couldn't make it this week, but I'm here as a guest this time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> our guest here today is Luke. Um... We don't have anybody else with us this week. We decided just to do this just with us three because we got lazy. Yeah. Or specifically, I got lazy because I didn't want to try and find a guest this week because we have like four set up for the next month. So uh, I didn't think we usually need a month. Uh, yeah, usually like four-ish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, it, I guess it really depends on how many we decide to record in a month. Yeah. Um, four sounds about right. Four sounds Four sounds in the right wheelhouse. Yeah. Um. So yeah, how's, how were things? How's everybody doing? Oh, pretty good. I, I have something. I have brought something to the class teacher. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Am I okay? The t- hang on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Esteemed colleagues, <laughs> I would like to talk about to you about Riverdale. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, you've watched it now. I've watched all of what is currently out of Riverdale. Yes. Oh my god! What a show! What a good fucking show! <laughs> It's it's incredible. It's so good. So some so listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off real quick. I've only watched the first episode of Riverdale. Yeah, uh, and I watched it with Pris, and I have a sneaking suspicion that she fucking hated it. Uh, and <gasps> like, cause cause listen, she's also very gay, but very right. gay in that if she sees a het romance, she's out. Uh, and listen. We we can talk about how the char- some of the characters on Riverdale are gay, right? But a lot of them are very straight. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that is that's true. She she hated a lot of the romantic subplots. I need to talk to her and ask if she actually wants to watch that with me. Because if not, I'm going to watch all five episodes tonight or whatever right. it is. <laughs> you definitely should. So yeah, she I got to talk to her about. It. Anyway, continue. I uh, it's there's so much going on in it. And I feel like after almost every, like, episode, which I, there's only five currently, so whatever, <laughs> I feel like, you know, me and other people get together and like, okay, everything we know is wrong now. <laughs> All of the theories that we had are, are no longer applicable. <laughs> right. But part of that is because we all intentionally come up with the most insane theories possible for it. Such as the, 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 the not real Jughead. <laughs> right, the Jughead was a Tyler Durden-esque figment of Archie's imagination. Because if you watch one episode, that's totally plausible. It's even pretty plausible after the second episode. Yeah, like after the second episode, I was like, yeah, this could I could still see it going this yeah, way. Yeah, in episode one, it seems right. Yeah, in episode one, right. it definitely seems like that boy may or may not be it's, real. It's similar in episode two, but by three, he's walking around, talking to other people, like he get, having adventures with yeah, Betty. Yeah, he gets a lot more uh, character interaction with Betty, who are really good together. Yeah. Because in the, in the fucking first episode, he's just, like, chilling for exactly yep. five minutes at a diner. And he's saying, uh, like, yep. weirdly and vague things Archie's about, there, like, it could have helped it. me. It's like, oh, shit. It's like, okay, Jughead. <laughs> right. Um, right. oh shit. But, like, I don't want to yeah. just, like, spoil everything, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Um, 
Yeah, please don't spoil everything. I, I will say there was a musical choice in <laughs> yes! the most recent episode. That I lost it. <laughs> that cover of that song was sure something. <laughs> I'm With so upset because I can hear Ashley losing it right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> With the slow motion walking. Yes. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, someone recently pointed out to me that at one point when Veronica wears a swimsuit, she is also still wearing pearls. So oh god, good. Yeah. Veronica's really the, the standout of the show in my opinion. Veronica's really great, but like that scene, you have Veronica who walks out in the sexy swimsuit, and then you have what Betty walks out in. It's like, wait, whoa. Uh... Betty takes it to another level. Betty takes it to a weird place, and boy, oh boy, she sure steps on that man. I'm sorry, hang on. She steps on a man with he with heels. Yes. Oh my god. You need to watch Riverdale, Molly. <laughs> I'm so upset that I haven't watched this. <laughs> uh, I, I do know that I think me and Luke have differing opinions of who is gay in Riverdale. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so you're 100% convinced that Veronica's gay and Betty may or may not be, right? That, that's that is my current... From. Like, listen, if Betty turns out to be gay, I will happily accept that, and if Veronica's straight, I will accept that. Right. <laughs> if, if Betty's gay, I will gladly accept my gay daughter. And yes. Right? right? Yes. Right, and... Because and, I mean, okay, someone has to main... accept her gay daughter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the main things, I mean, you have the the like kiss that they do as like a stunt in the first episode, which whatever. That's yeah. But then Veronica also like flies in flowers and cupcakes for her from New York in the like the second episode. Like you oh, wow. uh, you can see where I'm yeah. coming from. But Oh, I absolutely see where you're coming but from. But also the scene between Betty and Cheryl is one of the gayest things I've ever seen. Oh, right, yeah, where Cheryl is doing Betty's makeup on their bed, and Betty is just staring at her with these gigantic doe eyes, like, what, I've never been this close to a girl before, I don't know what's... And she... Why haven't I watched this show? And Cheryl is almost <laughs> straddling her. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> so, my view is that Veronica is just being big and audacious and really weirdly generous and friendly because that's who veronica is and she doesn't realize that she's awakening something in betty by doing that and that eventually betty's gonna just like ask her out and veronica might be like whoa wait what well hold on i thought we were just okay, gonna maybe <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but then maybe she'll come around to it Maybe, although and that's how I feel. This is we will have to talk about this later, but because it goes into spoilers. But it'd be super interesting if the thing with Betty that like has been kind of spoiled already happens uh -huh. with that other character, and uh, it affects both of them. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 This is great. I'm sorry. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, you finished Homestuck. We had to find something else to talk about obliquely, <laughs> uh, you know, circuitously. Yeah. Molly always has to be left out of something. Aww. <laughs> it's just the rules. Just the Aww. rules. I still think oh, the God. in the episode four cliffhanger is my favorite. 
Just in terms of uh, what? <laughs> trying to think which episode episode four is. Drive in. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's real good. God, Jughead. Oh, Jughead's so good in that show. Fucking Jughead. Also, yeah, the guy that, that plays Jughead? Jughead has an amazing Twitter account. Yeah. Someone pointed out to me, uh, Rose pointed out to me that Jughead in this is basically played the same as L from Death Note. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you told me that, and I was like, holy shit, you're right. It's like, oh, this actor has definitely watched the Death Note movies. Right. That doesn't mean anything to me, guys. <laughs> well, sorry. Uh, but no, Cole Sprouse... That's a lot of great tweets, but the one that's sticking out to me right now is what he put out that said, Why settle for being daddy when you can be senpai? <laughs> the the one that tweet. made me laugh really hard was, Please stop please stop asking me to dick you down. You're 57 and this is a Denny's. Yes! <laughs> Yeah, you should follow Cole Sprouse on Twitter. It's a good Now Twitter. he just, like, right before, um, like, Riverdale airs, he'll just post a weird meme, and that's it, basically. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, he post, <laughs> he posting Drew Scanlon now? Maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. God. <laughs> I'm just looking at his Twitter now. McDonald's Valentine's menu sucks, TBH. Looks like my cats and I will take our business elsewhere. <laughs> God. Okay, Luke, you do anything this week? Uh, not really. I went to work. Um, I've been playing a lot of Zelda. Uh, playing a lot of fucking Puzzle Strike. That's a you great game. You have been playing a lot of Puzzle Strike. You... It just... Yeah, so... go ahead. Uh, a fr- friend of the show. I, yeah, I don't know if I should go into that, but uh, a friend of the right. show. Yeah. Um, was t- talking to me about how we played Puzzle Strike at PAX, and you said, "Hey, Molly, what the fuck is Puzzle Strike?" And right. it went, well, it's kind of like Tetrisy board game like, and you went, "What the fuck?" Right. Uh, and now you've done nothing except play that the last four days, I think. Uh, I've been trying to do nothing but play it for the last four days. I really only achieved that dream yesterday. Yeah, because you and Mike played for, what, five hours? About five hours, yeah. That's a lot. It's a really good game is the thing, though. Um, yeah, sure. (laughs) I guess. Uh, I did, I played it at PAX last year. I thought it was pretty good. Um, maybe I just... Maybe I should play it with you soon, and then you see what see what we're talking about here. Well, so I love competitive puzzle games, and I love deck building strategy games, and this is both of those things. So, so that's really just a slam dunk. It's really just this is like made for me specifically. Yeah. No. Yeah. I could. I could see that being a thing. Um. I told you the one thing that bugs me is that for whatever reason they use chips instead of cards, and it drives me insane. Yeah, and I kind of agree with you. It kind of feels like it uses chips just to be different. Um, yeah. Yeah, because you could just easily use it for the board and nothing else. 
but mostly um, because it we're talking lays or like doritos or no like, like poker chips ashley come on please this is more like oreos but those aren't chips right <laughs> well, i mean like in britain they could call them chips is this britain uh no we're not talking about weirdly cut french oh, know, fries biscuits are cookies and <laughs> i fucked up chips are fries uh-huh. right Man, they're crazy over there. <laughs> it's real good, though. I've been there. It's good. <sighs> yeah. Damn it, sure. Uh, yeah, but that's that's fun. I'm glad I'm glad I introduced you to that on accident. I'm glad you introduced it to me, too. And, uh, you know, now we have to play it forever. Just, for, well, until you get Breath of the Wild. Well, yeah, and then, uh, fuck all of you. <laughs> So next week, don't expect to hear Luke. He'll be busy. I mean, listen, I might be able to take an hour out of my schedule. Maybe. Just one, though? Yeah, yeah like, you'll, we'll just, you'll just disappear midway through the podcast. Right. Or no, we'll get you in the second half of the podcast. I mean, I can't <laughs> promise that I won't just be playing it on mute the entire time. <laughs> That's okay. My favorite what? thing, you guys talk about the second episode of Totally Spies a lot, or Totally Reprise a lot, uh, which was when I guested for the first time. And uh, how much you love that episode. I, If I listen back to it, I can hear the beep that signifies the moment where I turned on my PlayStation and started playing The Witness while we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> you God asshole. damn it. <laughs> That's right. You are a guest this week, Luke. Fuck you. What? <laughs> 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 But uh, one of my friends actually just recently went to, like, a Switch event, and it seemed like Nintendo still being Nintendo. Right. Where they, it was like, they had to drive their cars, like, to a area, and then they would go and get into a different car that Nintendo had. What? Bring them to, like, another area, and then it was in, like, the middle of the desert, like, in a glass, uh, like, room, and when someone... And you'd wait outside, and when someone was playing the Switch inside, uh, the windows would go opaque, so you could not take photos of it. Are, are your friends still alive? Uh, and John Cena was there. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, my cousin Mana, look up the tweets, they're very good. <laughs> Man. That, I is Nintendo executing people in the desert? <laughs> Maybe! And this was like a week away from the console being launched. Man, what the fuck? Wow. God, I don't get Nintendo. I just, man. Nintendo seems like they have really interesting, like, rules. That's a word. I have watched videos of, like, people demoing the Switch with Nintendo officials. The Giant Bomb one, right? Yeah, I was trying not to name brands that, I mean, listen, they're not paying us to plug them. But yes. Oh, no, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We've already talked about him on the Apparently show. Apparently Jeff Gersman's podcast for hosts, so. I guess. <laughs> That's true. Gotta um, get on that. Right, right. But, um, no, they had two people there from Nintendo, and they're just, they're like zombies. They're like Nintendo zombies. <laughs> I think I remember you talking about this. They're just, there's this guy named Cory. I call him <laughs> Nintendo Cory. And he just... The entire time he's like, "Let's let's play a browsing game of team battle, chums, using the new <laughs> Nintendo Switch console." Just, just uh, forever on brand, right? Yeah, now never this... not on brand for a second. 
Now this mini game uses the new Joy Rumble TM feature. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need you to attach that wrist strap for this game. Okay, now for this game, please unattach that wrist strap. Oh like, my god. <sighs> like the I, best. I 100 percent believe that's what happens at Nintendo events. Like 100. percent Yeah. Uh, the best part was uh, in that video, uh, Jeff Gersman going like, "Oh, this kind of like uh, uh, Johann Sebastian Joust," and the guy just. Not acknowledging it at all. No, it's <laughs> as though he didn't hear it. And Jeff keeps bringing it up, and he's just like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to engage. I cannot engage with this. I'm sorry. Like, he just goes, like, he just kind of makes a, yeah, like, sound effect, and, like, a chip in his hand starts beeping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know if those people are like that before the camera starts rolling. Yeah, like how much of it is a persona, right? I mean, I, it's all a persona. I just wonder how, like, do they ever break kayfabe? <laughs> is I, this like a? I also wonder if it's a like Disney like parks thing, right? Yeah, I assume like, it's very similar to that. Can they say that they work at Nintendo? They're just friends with people who work <laughs> at Nintendo, <laughs> right? They they only have uncles that work at Nintendo. <laughs> oh god. Uh yeah, I might play Breath of the Wild. I might get it on Wii U when it comes out. I am, I am vibrating with excitement over Breath of the Wild. I know when we were playing Ticket to Ride, you like mentioned it every 15 minutes like I just on the I dot. really want to play that video game. It looks very fun. <laughs> I listen, uh, it'll be out soon. You can put your shield on the ground and snowboard on it and do sick tricks. And then if it breaks, you just tumble down that hill. <laughs> and die! <laughs> I watched a great video of someone putting their shield down on, like, a rocky hill, and the shield just breaks instantly, and Link's <laughs> body just rolls down a mountain, and he dies, and it was the funniest thing. Uh, have you seen the clip of the lightning? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's savage. Yeah, they, they mentioned in a oh, interview a while back they wanted to make dying fun. And I guess what that actually means is make dying funny because every death I've seen in that game is hilarious. Uh, Molly, uh, yeah. how, how have you, how's your week been? Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, a lot of working and I edited a couple podcasts. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I finally released Molly's Movie Night. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Pris and Molly's movie night. Pris and Molly's movie night. Yeah, that's uh, really good. Pris, yeah, it, mm-hmm. th- that was. I'm glad it worked out. Uh, Pris is already way funnier than me, and it's not okay. Oh, I don't know about that. She was very funny, but come on, she you're was, great. <laughs> um, that fucking that fucking Casablanca is the fucking Citizen Kane of film. That was such a good line. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, and I put out the first episode of the new Let Me Tell You About Homestuck run. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, which, I, I, this is like a team meeting for that, I guess, basically. <laughs> um, like, I feel like we're just, like, the scientists behind, like, the one-way mirror. Right. <laughs> and, like, Jules <laughs> is just in there, and she's like, hi, I like robots. And I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> right. You sure do, Jules. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of robots in this story. <laughs> You're going to love these robots. <sighs> These um, robots. Huh, I, some of them have personalities. Yeah. God, yeah. Some of them have ghosts inside of them. <laughs> I'm very excited for... You like Kamen Rider Ghost, right? <laughs> this is just like Kamen Rider, except not at all. 
Was there a Kamen Rider Ghost? I feel like there was, but I have no idea. Kamen Rider Ghost is the one before the latest. There's some uh, kicks in Homestuck. Some people do some kicking. There's a little bit of kicking, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's it, it it all comes full circle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I built a I built a gunpla this week because that was basically our cultural exchange with me and Jules is that she taught me that gunpla are pretty good to build. Uh, and I made her read Homestuck. So. <laughs> uh. And now she will bring that back to Australia, and it will destroy the <laughs> local <Right>. environment. <laughs> my uh, my dream is that eventually the entire population of the earth will have done a run of let me tell you about homestuck with somebody else <laughs> well the problem is like like at some point there's too many people who already know about homestuck right and they're going to they're going to overlap and it's just not going to work out sure but, but i mean i i feel like listen homestuck at its peak had like 2 million fans that's not very many people in the context of the entire earth that's true um we got to translate it though at that point Right, yeah. But I mean, that, that can happen. I think there was, I haven't looked into this in forever, but at some point there was a, there was an effort to make like a Spanish language version of Homestuck. Yeah, just a translation. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there was someone on the, the forums. Ever. Yeah, there was someone on yeah. the forums who was like bilingual who would like check in on it every now and then and be like, oh yeah, they're kind of, they're coming along with it. I have no, I wonder, that was like, years ago. All of the wordplay in that make, must make it like somewhat hard, like all the yeah. obscure words. Yeah. Yeah, difficult to translate stuff like that. But yeah, I built a robot. Um, I did that today. I put out those podcasts. That's what I've been doing this week. Um, I'm glad everybody seems to like those. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it turned out okay. I'm yeah. going to be doing that every, every every other week and month now. So, yish. Uh, we're oh, only, bef- I'm only committing yeah, well- to every other week with Let Me Tell You About Homestuck with Jules just because of our fucking schedules. Yeah. Because... Uh, she is now working and going to school, and I'm working full time and will be going to school. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I will say, like the second I finished it, I was like, "Well, I need more of this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more of it. I just have to put it together. Uh, and also, it hit me like earlier today that we could put together, t- like, if you took the like original stuff of me and Luke, right. Because I, I thought, like, because there's some stuff that, uh, like, uh, Julie responded the same way that I did. Uh-huh. I thought that'd be fun to, like, oh, let's put that side aside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I realized that if you take, like, me and Luke's and Molly and Julie's, like, it just kind of hit me at that moment, like, oh, like, the newest one and the oldest one have, like, a whole different team. <laughs> Right. There was no one in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's one person between each of them, but you know, A to B to C works, but A to C does not work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we fucked up, guys. We fucked up real bad. It's, I fucked up real bad. Yeah, Luke, this is your fault. It really yeah. kind of is my fault, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's gonna be really great when cause you like realize what Alpha meant when we got to Act Six. Yeah. What, when Julie's gonna learn what is. Oh, it's the slowest burn. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh this is a long con. Um, I don't know if we should leave that in the episode. We maybe not. I'll, t- I'll take that out. <laughs> there's so much bleeping out of this show now. And my favorite part is there's so much profanity and gross sex stuff, but none of that's the part that gets bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff for spoilers for friends that we're You're doing right. projects with. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited about all that. 
Um, anyway, it's, it's been 24 be... minutes, so we're we're over. Our Luke, quota. shut up! It's been it's been really <laughs> fun. Uh, and hey, you guys want to talk about spies? Sure. <laughs> Very quickly, I've been uh, this entire week. I had to rain this earlier, and that made a lot of mosquitoes come into my place, and I've been being eaten alive. <laughs> oh god! And I'm like nearly legitimately thinking about like what if I like how much blood am I losing? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, are you are you okay? I'm not sure. <laughs> what if when you died, um, one of the first things that happened was you were just taken through a room that just had, like, vats of all the different types of bodily fluids that you've secreted throughout your entire no. life? Here's, here's what? Hey, let's the, talk about nope. Totally Spies! Here's all the blood you've lost. Here's all the sweat you've made. Luke! What? Luke, at some point in that, you're gonna have to see the semen. You're gonna have to see the Listen, I know. Ugh. And then whatever Angel is showing it to you, you be like, boy, this is not as much as most people. Didn't <laughs> didn't uh, didn't have a lot of... Hmm, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> here's from before, like, well, this HRT, is the one that was marked with. After. This is the one that marked with, like, solo, and then this is with other people. <laughs> boy, the Why balance here is Why are we doing this? No. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> and that is our that is our episode of Black Mirror. Thank you. <laughs> oh, welcome to episode fifty, the monumental <laughs> episode fifty of Totally Bright. We've done half a hundred episodes. We are almost done with season two. We have two more after this episode, uh, and then we'll be moving on to the blank much season. Great. Uh, also, season three the season much. that introduces Glados. Gladys, Glados. Gladys, please. Yeah, please. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, please get it right. Please get back on brand, Ashley. Sorry. I read a bit of what happens to Gladys, and I'll, I'll keep that under my hat. <laughs> oh boy. I might have to go look that up later. But for today, we watched season two, episode twenty-four, Fashion Faux Pas. Um, it's a doozy. Oh, it's a doozy. <laughs> There's, I hate this episode. I fucking hate this episode. I really do. <laughs> it, it's, it's a doozy in a weird way. It's, oh God, it's horrifying. Anyway, <laughs> um, we open at the Beverly Hills Mall. I just noticed that this establishing shot where we're looking at the street and all the cars at the street light. There's a covered wagon. Yeah. Wait, wait what? <laughs> There's a covered There's wagon. There's a 100% a covered wagon. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta look at this. <laughs> it's just a fucking covered wagon at the stoplight. Oh my, yeah, no. <laughs> um, and we cut it inside, uh, and there's this lady at this, and I don't know, just a clothing store, and she is torturing this clerk, this this yeah. retail worker. There are two. One is like a looks more like a covered wagon, but the other one has camo on it. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that one for obvious reasons. They're like trucks <laughs> that you would drive through the desert. Yeah, like they're yeah. army trucks. Also, why did you just say you didn't see that one because <laughs> of the camouflage? That's the joke. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love this guy. I hate this guy because he's got Jerry's voice, except Jerry doing a very bad voice. Right, but I mean, he's he's doing his best. Yeah, he when he's helping this lady, she's like screaming at him, and then he starts thinking about I don't know the Buddha. Right, 
Yeah, he's a devout Buddhist, and he's finding his center through that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he, there's just clothes hanging all over him because this lady's been throwing clothes everywhere. She's complaining that everything's out of style, and he says, "Well, I have this thing I can't sell till tomorrow." Um, and he pulls it out, and she grabs it and goes and puts it on, uh, and it's fucking hideous. It's horrible. Um, it's just the shot we get. So we see her and we're looking up at her and it's, it's the, it's a dress and it's got stripes in like a V shape uh, going up. Yeah. Yeah. And the sleeves are extremely puffy and it's just super bad. Mm -hmm. And the sleeves don't go all the way down. No, they go. Right. They go about mid forearm. Which also, that, that part's also fine. I don't I think the belt like works. That. No, I have dresses like that. That that go mid forearm. I, I guess, but also I just want to say very quick. I don't think the belt works either. Oh no, no, that, that's not as bad as all the other stuff. But it's so, a, it's a real thick belt. Here's where I admit something that is probably pretty obvious to everybody. Yeah, I don't really understand the concept of like fashionable clothes. Okay. Like, anytime someone says, oh, that's out of fashion, like, fucking says who? I don't oh. I don't understand that element of things. I, I don't get... I, I don't know what popular style is or, like, you know, runway fashion or anything like that. Well, runway fashion is, like, concept cars. That's not what people usually... Do. Like, I mean, like, when someone says, oh, no, no, that cut of jeans is out of style this year. Excuse me? What? Yeah, I, no, I don't know that either. I just buy stuff that looks kind of nice. Uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean like at, at the end of the day I think that's really what you need, but right. yeah, no, I don't I don't know what popular styles are. I am pretty sure fashionable style just means whatever hot people decide to wear because anything a hot person wears is gonna look good on them. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. It, you're right, it's weird. But well, like, Man. nowadays, like, you can find, like, fashion of, like, you know, like, high fashion of basically anything. Right. Like, right. there are people walking on, like, runways with Bart t-shirts. Like, it's not... Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking like, weird out there. Like, everything else in the world now, fashion has become so, like, segmented and so, like, niche. Right. That you can... Rare, rare anything really, and you can point to like some magazine, and it will have a photo shoot that looks ex- almost exactly like you. Right, like sure, yeah. hot people. Like if I saw someone wearing like really distressed jeans and like a uh, plaid shirt, I wouldn't think, "Look at that '90s asshole." I would just think that's a person wearing some clothes. I don't know. Right. I'm, maybe I just don't understand things. Listen, they will take flannel from me the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you see somebody in denim and flannel and you go, oh, a lesbian. Right, yes. Well, that too, but... <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. It's. Yeah. I, I think it just depends on what you're interested in. I think that's more what it is. Right. Um, and I don't think anybody's really going to get called out on, you know, sure. like popular fashion choices in the year 2017. Right. Because I can't even imagine this happening even when I was younger, but I guess also I was young. I don't know. Yeah, yeah there are bigger problems right now than, like, fashion. Right, right. Right, yeah, no, I'm not worried about fashion right now. Um. Anyway, this lady, like, loves this dress for whatever reason. I just want to know, when you talked about the belt, I just noticed that it's way too far down on her legs. 
Y- yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's way far down there. Anyway, right. um, she walks off and then she starts just screaming. Yeah, you uh, hear some kind of like tightening sound. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, like that's what it is, but you know, right? Uh, and we zoom in on the clerk's face, and then we cut to the opening. So that uh, means like, surprised, but not like he's surprised, but not upset. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we cut to a poster because the guy. I think he mentioned. Did he mention Mystique? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah. Ooh, Mystique. Yeah, that's the new fashion designer. And we cut the to a fashion- poster with that designer. So it. fashionable that they're completely anonymous. That seems like the opposite of fashionable. Don't you want yeah. people to know who you are? <laughs> well, she will. Right. Um, but we cut over to Clover and Sam and Alex are all looking at this poster for Mystique. Uh, I, and apparently, to be fair, like from what I know of like the fashion industry, which. It's actually kind of weirdly a lot, because I know people who were into it. Sure, I can believe that. That seems like something that someone would do. Right. Like, oh, you know, I... I think actually the name Mystique is a slam dunk for this. Yeah, I can yeah, see Yeah, that's that. fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're, they're looking at the poster, and they talk about how they're going to uh, reveal this person's identity uh, tomorrow night, I think, on TV... Uh, they're going to yep. find out who it is, and they are like, I wonder if it's Calvin or Tommy or Giorgio. And it's like, oh, okay, those guys. They're just going to name, like, popular right. brands. Now, yeah, because once again, not a fashion person. I don't think Tommy Hilfiger and Giorgio Armani are in the same, like, weight class. <laughs> don't you know that Calvin Klein is high fashion? Right. Yeah, no, I don't, it's, they just, like, I get it, but also, come on. Yeah. Yeah, like, that. that is what people would know. Right. right. Um, suddenly, a man named Tiresias introduces himself. Uh-huh. Oh, Tiresias. Ty. I instantly hate this dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you're the only one, well... You're one of, you know, one other because Clover and Alex immediately like, hey, what's up? What's How you up, doing? Dude? They want to get down. Right. <laughs> they see boning in their future. <laughs> <laughs> Tiresias is a mall psychic. He says he can help uh, divine their future or what the fuck ever. Uh, and we, so first we get this, I, I, I tweeted this picture. Clover and Alex, like, trying to seduce this weird middle-aged man. Like, what the fuck? Right. Oh, and Alex with the pigtails. I'm not a fan. No, it's not good. It's just, it's, the worst part is, like, it's her regular hairstyle, except they pinned pigtails to her head. Right. Um, but, like, Tiresias, as these two are doing this, looks very distressed. Because uh, children are hitting on him. Yeah, because children are hitting on him. And Sam just, like, throws them aside and goes, man, this guy's a fucking fake. You guys, you suck, man. Right. Uh, and Tiresias just tells her, okay, well, in that case, here's your prediction, is that you're going to... Uh, he goes into grips mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says, you're going to increase in wealth, meet a tall, dark stranger, and go on an unexpected trip. Um, and Sam's like, yeah, okay, whatever. 
And uh, as soon as that happened, I'm like, okay, all of that stuff will happen now. Yeah, right. exactly right now. Um, so they, they end up just going like, okay, fuck this, let's leave. Uh, and they start walking away. D- Sam finds a $100 bill laying on the ground. Um, I do, before she does this, I do need to point out the fact that at the fountain in the mall, a dude who is probably like 28 years old uh, is talking to this other lady at the fountain and you hear in just so quiet, it just goes, hey, you want to go to the dance? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really good, but they they find this hundred dollar bill. I, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to tell a story about myself. Okay. Which is, I at one point I was um, with my mom. We were setting up like a birthday party kind of thing, and we had just like left a place to, like I think like a cake place. <laughs> okay. And I found on the ground six hundred dollars. Holy shit! Dang. Uh, and we, you know, did the, did the right thing and turned it into the police and then no one came to claim it. So we just got it. Fuck yeah. Shit yeah. And as like a 13 year old, I was super into that. I'm like, this is a console. This is a. Right. And then my mom used it for, to buy two more diamonds for a diamond ring. No. Oh my God. Man, your mom. Man. <laughs> hey, Ashley, does your mom listen to this show? No. Man, fucking your fucking mom, I swear. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, won't, I won't get... Man. Man. <laughs> your mom sucks, actually. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, 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 anyway. Um, Sam finds $100 and goes, Girls, I'm rich! Now hang on. That's Sam. You you spend more on that, like that, in like one opening scene of Sully Spies. Right. Uh, maybe we refer back to episode two where she had the unlimited credit card. Or the mansion. Or the mansion she lives in. Uh, okay, sure, $100, you're rich now, I guess. But also, um, to be fair, if I was like 16 and found yeah. 100 bucks, I'd be like, Ooh. Oh, I'd be psyched. No, do not get me wrong. I'd be very right. excited, but international super spy Sam. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, I can buy almost two whole video games. I can buy almost two whole video games with this. Right. right. Um, but she goes running towards her friends, uh, and she runs into this dude. Uh, Sam is the tallest of the three, yes? I, mm-hmm. I thought they were all the same height. I think uh, that's probably fair, but... This dude. I think the the animation is not good enough for us to know. Yeah, that. frankly, they're listen, yeah. getting scale consistent in animation is really hard. They don't try so much on this one, right? Though. Yeah, um, that's true. So, but Sam runs into this dude. He's I don't know five heads taller than Sam. Yeah, uh, and just this enormous guy, uh, and she's in in the softest voice goes, "Hi, pretty lady." And then he just walks away Which is maybe like the creepiest thing you could say To (laughs) a stranger you bump into Uh, And Clover's like wow hey that's a a tall dark And then Sam's like oh stranger Um, And they're standing in a revolving door And then the revolving door starts spinning uncontrollably 
Listen, I mean, if I bumped into an eight-foot-tall woman and she was like, hey, pretty boy, I'd be like, uh, so I can get it. I get it, dude. <laughs> well, no, because then you would follow her. Right, yes. Well, yeah. maybe Sam would have if she hadn't gotten, you know, uh, disappeared by the secret shadow government. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, they, so they get whooped. <laughs> because I do want to say, too, when Sam bumps into him, she's just staring at him with a gigantic grin. Oh, her mouth is open. <laughs> uh, I'm going to send you guys the screenshot where it looks like Clover's hand is a foot. Because uh, it's really creeping me out right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want that. <laughs> well, it's too late because I'm about to send it. All right. Um, I have taken so many screenshots of this episode. What's going on with her right hand? I'm not super sure. It does look a little foot-like. It does look a little foot-like. It, it, I can see where they, like, tried to draw in fingers, but they did it so poorly. Yeah. Yeah. It just, just looks it, like toes. It looks yeah. like toes. <laughs> anyway, uh, they get spun through, and Sam's like, oh, wow, I, I met all those things came true. That psychic must be very real. Um, yeah. And at this point, like, so Although I guess... I we need to state for the record that uh, they, when they are... First, enter the uh, revolving door. They are in their just normal mall outfits. When they come out, they're in their spy outfits. Yeah, when they land, they're in spy outfits. So, man, what the fuck? I don't know. And it doesn't seem like they, like, did that on purpose. No. Well, it kind of does. But I don't know. That's... It's so weird. It's just weird. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the thing with this book because at this point already, I'm very weirded out by this episode and I don't like it. Right. Um, I was telling Ashley like there's this weird undercurrent of horny, and it's not like the focus of the episode like it usually is. Sure. And it's really just creeping me out. I don't I don't know if you got that at all, Luke. I didn't really, but no. You know. Okay. Uh. I've actually heard someone on, like, Tumblr made a post about this that I thought was actually kind of interesting, and it, even though it was a joke. Yeah. Which was, there are, it is almost like, you you watch things that you're like, okay, this was made for children, it is not horny. Right. And then you watch some things where it's like, okay, this is, you know, like, a titty anime or pornography, this is designed to make people horny. <laughs> right. But then yeah. there's that, like, weird middle ground, and they called it the, like, uncanny valley of horniness. <laughs> <laughs> Where you could tell it's trying to be horny, and maybe succeeding in some ways, but it, it just doesn't feel right. You look at it, and it feels wrong. But, I mean, that's this whole show, though. I feel like sometimes they show their hand a bit more. I gotcha. Yeah, and I think they, that like relative, like recently, it has been a lot of showing of the hand. Oh, I don't and know the about feet. that. <laughs> well, I mean, the cards have been on the table. It's not been a show. <laughs> they, they just they just flipped the deck over and went yo. I don't know what you're talking about. No, all right. And it well. turned out they were Playboy cards. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I feel like this one, like they reined it back in, and there's no like out and out fetish in this episode. Right. And it's almost like you're constantly waiting for it. 
Well, I could see the clothes thing being somebody's. It's kink jazz. It's about the fetishes you don't draw. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but like, so I've I've paused it, and like, this is supposed to be a scene where you're focusing on Sam because she's like walking around talking about how, um, uh, the psychic was right, and right behind her is just Alex leaning up against the wall with her ass out. Like, I just... Just, here, I'll, I'll show you guys, but it's just... Stuff like this happens throughout this entire episode. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 background instead of foreground. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're and saying. It, yeah, and it, it really weirds me out, because it happens through this entire thing. I'm just, I'm surprised that after 49 episodes of this show, you can be weirded out by it. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that's true, but also... Well, that would be weirded out by, like, their restraint, almost. (laughs) Yeah. No, I... There's just something weird about this one. There's just something that's a little grosser about this one than it usually is. Sure. That's that's all I'm getting at. Okay. Um, I mean, that's that's fair. Where they get whooped to is a new room. I've never seen this place before. Um, it's a yeah. long hallway with segmented doors. This um, looks like a like level in a, you know. This is the room in Resident PS2, Evil Two, early PS3, like uh, first person shooter. This yeah. is the room in Resident Evil Four where you have to dive through all the lasers and do all the quick time events. Oh man, that's I exactly about that what room. this is. What's that, Luke? I said I forgot about that room, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it is exactly that room. Uh, and Jerry walks in. Uh, and he's like, look, we gotta, we gotta talk about this thing. One of your people, one of your old enemies has escaped jail. Uh, what else is fucking new? Yeah. Helga Von Guggen. Now, they show a picture of her where she's a normal human lady. Well, that might be going a little far. (laughs) Well, she's a gross old human lady. It's not a good drawing is the thing. She's, well, she's, yeah, she's a, she's a gross supervillain lady. That's just all there is to it. Yeah. Um, last time we saw Helga von Guggen, um, because Alex notes, just to make sure, oh, the lady who was turning people into fur coats? Yup, one and the same, Alex. (laughs) Um, at the end of that episode, she was turned into a gross chimera. Right. Where she was, like, part elephant, part giraffe, part gazelle, part snake, because she fell in her own weird furry syrup. (laughs) Oh, furry um, syrup. <laughs> you got a better word for it? Because I don't. No, I don't. I just that sounds great on pancakes. <laughs> no, wait, that sounds awful. Sounds great on my I... Mickey Mouse pancakes. Ooh, I've been thinking a lot about syrup recently. Now, why is that? We don't have to go in that right here, but well, <laughs> no, I need to know because I'm yeah. very concerned. Uh huh. It, it's Riverdale related. Oh, oh, sure, yes. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Molly. It's okay. a Riverdale thing. You wouldn't get it. Oh, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> I forget what exactly the rundown is, but they show footage of Trode, like, seeing that he's on security camera. Yeah. Uh, is this the same dude from the first one? I don't know. They gave him the same name, but he sure doesn't look the same. 
He less uh, ha- he has less of like a like island man, you know, like uh, stranded on an island look, and more of like just a evil henchman look. Right. Well, his evil henchman look is also very much like the stereotypical version of like an Australian bounty hunter or something. Yeah, he like yeah. has a shark tooth necklace or something. Yeah. Um. But Jerry's like, okay, you gotta go figure out what's going on. Here's the gadgets. I will um, say that, like, the henchmen in this episode are, like, the most, like, Batman 66 henchmen that we've seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I, re- I I wrote this down and I tweeted about but I refuse to believe that Whoop cured her on the way out of all of her crazy animal disease. I mean, what's your alternate explanation, then? God, I don't know, but it's just hard to believe that Whoop would fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yeah. on Twitter said they didn't said fix they... the shrunken guy. When he comes back, no, he's they still didn't. tiny. Yeah, he better be tiny. That's that's what he, I'm saying. He is. I've seen the episode. Oh, is he really? That's fucking yeah. great. Of course, Luke has seen that episode. <laughs> 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 um. So we go to gadgets. They get the crime scene scanner watch, the laser lipstick, the hair pick lock pick. He specifically calls it the hair pick lock pick. Uh. And. The motorcycles are back. The voice-activated motorcycles. Yes. Um, yes. Sam and Alex and Clover react like they've never seen these things before. Yep. Um, and you know those scenes in various anime where they get, like, a shiny new vehicle and there's, like, light running across it? Yeah. Uh, like, in waves? Yeah. That happens here, and every time one of the lights goes across it, a, like, sword being unsheathed noise plays? Yes. It's pretty uh, good. It's pretty good. So they see this uh, and they all run over to the motorcycles um, and Clover and Sam jump on theirs. And then Alex jumps over hers and says, let's go, which activates the motorcycles and they all die. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alex, I think, can make this out of this. OK. Yeah, because Alex wasn't actually on a motorcycle. Right. She like does. Uh, callback, she does the, uh, form of the goat. <laughs> you got <it> right! <laughs> the the, the fucking yoga show pose. is so, really, just impeccable. <laughs> it's, it's deep. <laughs> the, the, the lore is deep and good. God. Um, the motorcycles break and fling Sam and Clover into the wall, where the wall cracks into a million pieces where they hit. Yep. They're just dead. <laughs> And Alex 100% lands on her neck. So, like, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Well, no, it is twisted. Yeah, Try no, not to it get it twisted. Uh, but she is dead now. She is upside down and dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and the motorcycles break. Uh, and we cut back over to Alex, and we see a close-up of her face. And then Jerry's face enters the frame. Uh, it's bad. Uh, and Alex is like, oh, you have more of those, right? And Jerry's like, are you fucking kidding me? You need to be more careful. They're voice activated. Uh, and then uh, Alex says, that's when Alex says, you know, do you have more? Can we use more? Uh, and Jerry giggles and pulls up a button and whoops him back out. Yep. And it's Fuck awful. you, Jerry. Fuck you, Jerry. That was yeah, weird. And they're not all together, like, on, like, the floor. Like, they usually are. He... Whoops them down the same chute, and they are in different spots. Is there, like, a whooping tracking device where it just follows the spies around, and he presses a button, and they all get whooped no matter what? Yeah. 
that that has to be what it is, right? I think so, yeah. That's terrifying. I hate it. I don't know. I hate it. They're always all together, so it doesn't really matter, so. Right. Um, they get whooped out. They go rolling down a slide, and then they land on more motorcycles that appear from under them, and they drive off. Um, I love every sign on this freeway. Uh, oh, what are the signs? I didn't look at them. Other than uh, well, the, the one. one. Yeah, the first one we see is Interst Highway, <laughs> uh, because they didn't leave themselves enough room to write interstate. Great. Um, there is a sign that just says sky. <laughs> I want to um, go to the sky. <laughs> take that exit. There is... It just, the arrow just points up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a sign that suggests that the uh, speed limit on this freeway is 40 miles an hour. That's not a high speed limit. Nope. Uh, please look at the screenshot I just sent you, because there's also, in the top right corner, uh, Bevab, which <laughs> appears to be a drink, but under it says 10W, but the <laughs> W has a line through it. Is that the whoop money? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that the symbol for whoop bucks, yes or no? I think it must be. Like, it has to be. Uh, so a bevab will call you, cost you ten whoop bucks. God. <laughs> ten whoobos. Um, ten whoobos. Uh, but they are driving very erratically, and, uh, they just go off so on So they're driving exit. very what? Erratically? Okay. Heard a I'm, different verb. What did you hear? Heard an O instead of an A. Yep. Oh, oh okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but they head toward the sign that says North Ebb, whatever that means. Right. Uh, and they I leave. mean, they do fall on those motorcycles very hard. Uh, mm. <laughs> nah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> they... I'm sorry for uh, killing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I just didn't understand okay, what we're, we're about to get to, to where Molly killed the podcast Yeah, no, uh, about say, yeah but I think I'm okay Because uh, Molly actually is going to end the podcast right now Yeah <laughs> I guess I could say it Since you guys keep talking about Go it, I wasn't on, Molly, bring it up. Tell the people what you did <laughs> <laughs> um, They roll up to a place called Grease Trap uh, and the Chiron says It's a deserted motel But it's a uh, restaurant, the Chiron's wrong it's a restaurant slash gas station because there's gas pumps outside. Right. Uh, no, it's a room... restaurant themed to be a uh, abandoned hotel. Now oh, you say that, okay. but the front door in this case also has the sign for a women's restroom on it. <laughs> um, Listen, Molly, I hear you stalling. <laughs> I said that grease trap is the name for my new vagina when I get gender assignment surgery. <sighs> Well, that's been uh, totally reprised for this week. <laughs> 50 great episodes. On to zero more. Uh, well, hold on. Well, 49, 49 great episodes. 49 Let's be honest. <laughs> Listen, if uh-huh. I can't make jokes about my dick and, and or vagina in the future, what can I do? I mean, true. <laughs> Just I wasn't going to bring it up. If you name your neared vagina, people will constantly make jokes about it. Yeah, no, I, uh, yup. Well, I'll figure it out as we go. I learned that the hard way. Yeah, do you still get those, Ashley? Not gonna answer? Okay. 
That's fair. <laughs> no, I, I did not hear what you said. No, I said, do you still get those? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah? Well, I hope it's yeah. not too bad. Because that's extremely my fault. Eh. Yeah. No, it, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is going to get uncomfortable very quickly. <laughs> oh, it's going to get uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Is it, uh, yeah, that's true. I did not read the room well here. Just talking about the grease trap. <laughs> um, they, it's the worst name. What's it's wrong terrible. with you, Wally? <laughs> it was a good joke. <laughs> You're disgusting. Well, yes, thanks. I know. You disgust me. Probably. Um, they walk into the bathroom of the grease trap. Uh, and it is very greasy. It's it's pretty gross. This very fucking greasy in the grease trap. Fucking Fallout New Vegas looking. Uh, they just they go in there and apparently Helga von Guggen has left her entire disguise just laying on the ground in here somehow. <laughs> I, she was like, they, I need this off of me as soon as possible. Right. Even if I have to stop in the gre- the, the grease trap bathroom right. to take it off. I, did they get a clue to go here? No. Nope. Did they just stop at a random hotel on the side of the road? Well, they say something about, like, this is where Helga the janitor was last spotted. So I guess there was some scene we didn't get to see where, like, she disguised herself as a janitor during her escape. Yeah, I. It's very confusing. It's extremely confusing. Um, but Sam calls the psychic man Tiresias, uh, for a clue after Clover goes in to scan the entire scene with her watch, uh, just revealing a bunch of bacteria apparently. Uh, because yeah. it's a gross place. Um, and after Sam like calls the psychic, uh, he tells her. That what she needs is inside her, or can be found within. Yes. Um, which is the most vague thing, because obviously. Right. But she goes and looks at the uh, disguise that's on the ground, which Alex is already looking at, and has picked up, Mm -hmm. uh, and finds a note inside the hat. In a secret pocket. In a secret hat pocket, which is great. Uh, I love the idea of a secret hat pocket. Um, but they, they look at it and it leads them to an industrial warehouse. It looks like a newspaper clipping. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I don't either. It's, it's just a whole weird situation, but they, they look at it and they're like, okay, I guess we should go here. I guess that's where the Helga's hideout is and we'll figure it out from there. Um, it looks like a mall. Well, (laughs) well, yeah. So, also, the the Chiron says Mystique's Warehouse, so they go, like, oh, it's Helga's Hideout, and then, boom, it's Mystique's Warehouse, and then it ends up being a third thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not even... You're right, it's not even that. So they go to Mystique's Warehouse. God, why would they put Mystique's Warehouse down? They haven't done the reveal for that yet. Right. I was <laughs> like, well, I could guess, but, you know, like, oh, who is, like, you know, there's a uh, secret fashion designer and a evil fashion designer has suddenly, like, escaped from jail. Yeah. You know, put one and one together. But also, like, I guess you're just gonna say it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we're just doing it. Oh, I think my... Did my video player break? What are you doing? What you got? Oh? Oh? Play? Oh? 
Yep, it done broke. Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've never had that happen before. That's weird. Hmm. Oh, it's not reading my USB drive at all. Huh. Hmm. That's an interesting thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. This is great audio. This is fantastic content. Do, do you want me to take over <laughs> while I... Will you uh, fix that? Uh, I have it fixed. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> so, Sam calls her psychic again. My, my favorite thing about when technical difficulties like that happen is no, but everybody fails to just try and cover while it gets fixed. We all just fixate on it. <laughs> the best, no, the best part right there was Ashley going, hey, do you want me to cover while you fix it? Right. No, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like not, we, One of us could have just started talking while you worked on it. But no, Damn. it's fine. <laughs> We're very good at this. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've done so many podcasts. <laughs> Between this and Homestuck, let's let's think about this for a minute. Between all of us. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if recorded, I want to think about this. Yeah. We've recorded either. hundreds of hours of podcasts. Yeah. Easily. Easily. I Yeah. Given Luke, Luke, you've recorded the most out of all of us. Well, Let's Place Alone is probably about 100 hours. Uh, Homestuck is... Uh, I don't even know how much. Uh, TWA this... is like two hours a week, and we've done 40-some episodes. And I haven't been on all of those, but... Well, no, no, no. You were on episode... It was like 79 of TWA. Well, yeah. What? Yeah? You said like 40. I said 80. Oh, I heard 40. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I also <laughs> heard 40, so... All right, well... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great I, job, Luke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, this I is a really say, hostile show. We're doing a bad one this week, guys. I would ballpark it at maybe five hundred hours. Yeah, and that's just for you, right? Right. Uh, we Ashley need to I, like when you he reached like a year of podcast hours. <laughs> How many? Yeah, that's that's a lot of hours, but I. I'm sure we'll fucking do it because we can't right. stop. Um, you guys have recorded what almost ten hours of Cosmic Call already, probably yeah. more than that. Yeah, about ten hours, I'd say. Um, Ashley's done two Homestucks, two full Homestucks. Uh, we've done fifty episodes of this show. Uh, we do transmission. We've done probably a solid like, I don't know, nine hundred hours of podcasting together. Just, yeah. just total experience. Uh. <laughs> it might Between be more, the three of us, less. it definitely cracks a thousand. I think. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. I, d- I didn't want to say it without it being true, but yeah, probably. Right. So uh, to be we're fair, very good I mean, at- listen, that's that's not all that much, actually. I mean, we got to get to that ten thousand hours to be pros. That's true. Yeah, you got to do something for ten thousand hours to actually be good at it. Got to get true. up on that Malcolm Gladwell shit. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, that's the guy that came up with that that thing. Man, that guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this is also one of those scenes I was talking about. Actually, were you gonna say something? I was gonna say very quickly. I love the uh, like Beverly Hills Cop music they're playing in this scene. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but so they they roll up to the to the warehouse. Sam calls the psychic again. Sam calls Tiresias. How did you get his number, by the way? Eh, don't worry about it. I just, he has a hotline. Just, yeah, I guess so. How much does that cost, do you think? Like t- $10 for the first minute. 
$2 for every additional minute. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a lot, right? She's spending, like, the entire... She found $100. She spent it the first, like, 15 minutes of this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she calls Tiresias. And this is one of the things I was talking about. Because, like, she is turned away from the camera for, you know, 80% of the time she's on the phone with this dude. Uh, and Sam and Alex are looking back at her. Or Clover and Alex looking back at her like, what are you doing? Right. Uh, and she she basically tells him to fuck off while she's on this call. Yeah. Um, they go inside eventually. Uh, and they start looking around. I'm waiting Alex for the episode. Alex picks like a lock that could not be pickable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does she pick? Like, I get again? it's a gadget, but also it's just a hairpin. It's yeah. What the fuck is this? It's there's this you know half circle on the door, and she just like presses the lock pick up against it, and it just spins and opens. Yeah, like, she well, just okay, throws like okay. a lock. She basically just kind of throws a lock pick that, and it works. <laughs> yeah, here you go. That's what you yeah. need, right? I mean, what's um, wrong with that? I, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a very good lock pick. Yeah. Um, Sam is still on the phone by the time they get inside and hide from a guard, and Clover takes it away. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to the actual warehouse part, and there's this robotic arm moving through there, looking mm-hmm. through all the stuff for whatever reason. Which never um, comes up again. No, it's just there. They just said, like, the Amazon warehouse, probably. Yeah. I wonder if that was, like, as big as it was at this point. Uh, no, Amazon would be, like, a new thing by this point. I think Amazon... This, this episode probably came out, like, 2003-04, something like yeah, that. So like Amazon this, probably this only be like a the few heyday years of, like, eBay. Yeah, probably... Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think Amazon was probably just still doing books, probably, at this point. Right. At this point, because they were just a bookstore at first. Yeah. Um, Alex finds a computer. Sam's like, "Oh, there's a computer in this warehouse, which will obviously reveal Helga's plans to us." Uh, that how, that's I, how this works. Cause, yeah, because I mean, like every time they find a computer on this show, that's what it does. Um, like, like you know, honestly, like, fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she says it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's exactly how computers work on this show so obviously the time she mentions it is the time that it does not happen right uh she uses the computer to open a door which reveals a extra warehouse i guess just another room or like, uh, and like what seems to be like the main room or something i no, i don't know i don't even know what's the main room because we looked at the other room it's also got storage it's just a different storage uh, and it holds everything for the Beverly Hills Mall, I guess? Yeah, they find out that this is kind of the warehouse for the mall. Uh, and it's... I don't get... They're so excited. And I don't understand why. Because you can't steal this stuff. Or I guess you could. <laughs> <laughs> they seem pretty into the stealing. <laughs> they seem like they're very ready to steal. Uh, because Clover and Alex immediately go and grab a bunch of clothes and start dancing around the place. Uh, Clover says, it's like I've died and gone to Paris. Love that line. It's a great line until you remember that, like, they go to Paris once a week. Um, it's, it's really good. Clover's crying. I just noticed that Clover's crying. Yeah. This <laughs> fucking... And then, um, like... Sam takes that opportunity to call the psychic again. 
yeah, she she calls the psychic again. She's on the line. Um, they go and find some of the clothes from Mystique, uh, and they just decide to put that shit on. Um, so Alex finds a pair of boots. Um, oh no, he gives them. So when Sam calls the psychic. Uh, he goes, if it's answers you're seeking, it's predictions I'm speaking, which is very good. <laughs> he uh, is, du- like, he has gotten to the point where the money he is earning is not good enough. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at this now. Um, and they, they find, he says that, um, what is he, they're gonna find something that they all want to find, and then they're going to get really tight with her friends. Which is a weird thing to say. Which, but should we bring it up, the fact that he is actually psychic? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. He's absolutely just a psychic. Because every time he tells her something, it's true. This is some, like, Harry Potter, like, the psychic in that where she would just... Seemingly come up with random bullshit and all of it would be true. Well, the thing, well, she would spout off a bunch of bullshit that's not true. And then she would go into, like, the deep, scary trance and then spew out shit that was true. And she wouldn't remember doing it. And it would scare everybody. Uh, there's, like, people have done stuff where, like, some of the stuff she has, like said, eventually does come true over the course of the series. Oh, really? Like, not always in the way, like... Like, sometimes she says it's, like, a lot worse than it ends up being. Oh, sure. She was one of those doom and gloom people. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that actually she said actually does end up happening. Shout Just out in to weird, roundabout ways. Shout out to Professor Talawani, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> great reference we did. <laughs> yeah, high five. Good reference. Good reference. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Woo. Very proud of us. Um, they find some of the Mystique clothing, uh, and Alex puts on some fucking hideous boots. Like, they're very, like, if you wore these, like, with leather pants and a leather jacket, I could see them working. Sure. They're, they're blue-gray, like, shiny boots. I don't want to say leather, but I also don't want to say, like, rubber. Yeah. It's, It's one of the two, but... Uh, they it's don't latex. look good because she's wearing. Yeah, yeah. It might. It, it could be. It could be. But knowing uh, this show. Oh no, you're super right. I mean, yeah. Uh, Alex is very excited to have put on these boots. Uh, Clover finds a feather boa and throws that around her neck and starts doing the worst French accent <laughs> I've heard in my life. I be- I want to believe this was an actor choice. Yeah, I want to believe that she was doing a really bad job on purpose. Because uh, it is pretty fucking funny. It's really funny and it's perfect for Clover. Yeah, it's really good for Clover. Um, So Sam runs into the thing and she finds a hat. Um, Oh my god, that <laughs> that frame was awful. There's this, there's this, there's this uh. shot where all three of them are laughing. Uh, and when they laugh, their mouths are stationary, but their bodies shake a bit, including their head. So their stationary mouths, their heads are moving around. It's awful. God, this fucking show. Uh, yeah, then Sam grabs a hat that honestly does not look good. No, but it is also Carmen Sandiego's hat. Oh, yes, true. 
Except it's round on top instead of anything else. Um, Clover goes to take off the feather boa. Um, and <laughs> the way it's angled is that it's only draped over her shoulders, but she can't get it off, question mark? Yeah, like I it, don't, I don't get it. I feel like it's supposed to be all the way around her neck, but they animated it wrong. Listen, drawing is hard, Molly. Why do you gotta have to be so judgmental? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. I, I guess I'm just very mean to the totally <laughs> spies the animators. I guess I'm just a mean girl. Um, Alex tries to take off the shoes, and she's like, oh, my feet aren't that big. Uh, and then Sam tries to take off the hat, and it will not come off. I feel like uh, Alex was probably teased about her feet at some point. Probably. She's probably very upset right now. Um, so, I mean, they're all just looking at each other like, what the fuck? Uh, and then the, I don't know, the, the door for the truck loading and unload opens... Uh, and Trode pulls up, and he backs his car in there. Uh, and he calls Helga, uh, and he tells her that the last shipment is ready to move. Uh, it's ready to go, uh, and they're going to have it out soon. Uh, and she tells him to come back to base, for whatever reason. Well, yeah. Uh, they And then the spies put it together like, oh, Helga's mystique. Oh! <laughs> fucking idiots. Of course! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's, yeah. Fucking dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> These dumb teens. <laughs> dumb teens. Um, Trode takes off in the car, in the truck, and he's driving down the highway. Um, also, a number of very good signs here uh, Korea music, China less than wholesale. Uh, I know so- a lot of people who are into Korea music. Yeah, and yeah, hey, no, for sure. I just, I just didn't know they had billboards in downtown Beverly Hills. And frankly, those wholesale oh, China prices are sl- absurd. So it's a good thing that they're finally going below that. Yeah, really. One of the signs just says Hyundai car. <laughs> it just says Hyundai car. And then in the background, it clearly says it, it obscured by another sign, but it clearly says Yahoo. <laughs> it's really good. Sunsplash vacation. Huh, there's a sign with just a big burger on it, which I'm very into. Hell yeah. Um, so, there's just a sign that says Pizza Hut! <laughs> it just says Pizza Hut! Shit. Oh, God. And they so... They 100% thought, like, oh, no one will ever pause this. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, there's... This is just gonna air on TV. They put those DVDs out, but nobody's paying attention. Right. This um, is a show made for babies. Right. This is a baby show for babies. I'm pretty sure there's a Samsung sign down there. Uh, they I, they're driving I, I behind. I a show from. made for babies and also for me when no one else is around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me in the dark times. Watching it. Right. <laughs> um. It, uh, go ahead. I do love that they were like, we'll use these licensed product names, but we will not look up their logos. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just names of stuff. All, like, to be clear, all of the signs are like names of stuff written in green or yellow on top of orange or purple or pink backgrounds. Right. Like, it's not real signs. It's just some weird stuff. But... The spies are on the motorcycles behind the truck. 
And Trode obviously sees them. The first shot we get is him looking in the side view mirror going, oh, these are bad drivers. Uh, and he like, he literally says that. And Sam and Clover and Alex roll up behind him. And Alex is like, we're trying not to be seen. You have to drive better. And that's me saying that so you know you're doing really badly. <laughs> Uh, and Clover's like, look, it's really hard when I'm being choked to death by a feather boa. Which is fair. Fair. Yeah. I do like that uh, everyone is wearing helmets except for Sam, who can obviously not fit it over her hat. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Um, the hat comes... The weird thing about Sam's hat is that it will impair or not impair her vision, as is a, like convenient for the scene. Right. Uh, for the rest of the episode. Um... So, they're driving, and Sam is complaining that it's very hard to see with this hat on. Yeah, like, sometimes it is completely over her eyes, and sometimes it is, like, she is can perfectly see. Yeah. yeah, and they keep doing goofs with a motorcycle where somebody says, like, we need to go faster, and the, the motorcycle will go ahead of them. Uh, so, they zip ahead, and Trode is like, oh, I'm going to run them the fuck over now. Uh, and Sam uh, gets scared of how fast her motorcycle is going and says, stop. She- uh, Trode says, some spies to crush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he tries to run them over, uh, and they're stopped in the middle of the road, and for whatever reason, he stops long enough for them to turn their motorcycles back on and go. Because apparently it's not fun unless they're being chased. Like, I feel um, like he was like had a moment of like clarity of like, can I really kill 16-year-olds? Can I have <laughs> that blood on my hands? Yeah, can I do this? We're just making... No, listen, if he's in on this plan, he probably doesn't give a fuck. Because <laughs> this evil plan is maybe one of the worst yet. Um, They drive off to the North Ebb sign again. <laughs> um, The feather bow is in Clover's eyes now. Uh, Sam can't see with the hat. Uh, and Alex is like, okay, listen, you're going to need to trust me. I'm going to direct your motorcycles. Do you trust me? And they both scream no. <laughs> she's like, well, fuck off. Yeah, right. she's like, well, you're going to fucking have to anyway, you assholes. <laughs> um, so they're driving through this forest road. Uh, and she's she's like yelling back and forth, left, right, left, right. Um, and eventually Trode catches up to Sam's motorcycle uh, and starts bumping her. And she's going to die. Um, but apparently they just yell go faster and then the motorcycles just pick up more speed because that's how this works. Right. Uh, and they arrive at Helga's headquarters because they took the right exit. Uh, they, went then they, the, they went from the exit, uh, you know, that went to the mall and then left on the same exit and then that ended, went in the opposite direction. Yeah, it just, the exit goes where they wanted to go because it's clearly the exact same exit as last time. Um, they end up at Helga's hideout, but not before getting some sick air off of <laughs> something sickest. we don't see. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, they they hit their motorcycles against the wall, uh, and they end up getting surrounded by guys and captured by Trode, who shoots them with a net gun. They get which... cornered by Helga's gimp squad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just, what? What now? I, so, I also definitely thought this was, Trode was gonna have, like, a clothes shrinking array. Yeah. Uh, just because it looks like that design from last time we saw that thing, but no, it's not sure. that. Um, they get captured, because it's time for them to get captured. Right. 
Uh, and they what get is this handcuffed- industrial facility that this escaped prisoner has? <laughs> she just owns this, like... I, I don't even know what to, It's just like a factory, I guess? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this place is, but you're right. She just owns this, I guess. Yeah, I don't understand. Or it's abandoned in the Beverly Hills wilds. I don't know. Um, they are handcuffed up onto a um a pole, a pipe. Um, and Helga comes out, and she starts explaining, uh, what her evil plan is again. Uh, and this time she is still mad that everyone ditched her designs when. Uh, this is this is barely a revenge plan because she's still on the same shit she was in the first episode where nobody likes her clothes anymore. <laughs> and like the spies treat her like they're not like you know we stopped you before we'll stop you again. They're just like they're acting like she she is the this is the first time they've seen her. Right. Yeah, they just don't give a fuck. Um, Helga explains that her clothing went on sale this morning, which is not true, uh, and that. It, it, as soon as people start wearing it, they're going to find that it shrinks, so they can't get it back off. Um, which I guess is a plan if you've never heard of scissors. Uh, but she also pulls out this button that she has, uh, which is going to make it, and they wheel a mannequin in wearing her clothes, that the clothes squeeze so tight that the mannequin explodes. <laughs> but not before we get, like, this very scary... Like, image of this mannequin's body being, like, wrapped so tight that the yeah. head is compressed and, like, bulging. Yeah. And it's... This is... I messaged Ashley and said this episode is fucking terrifying. I hate this. This Is is this the... Is this the money shot of this episode? Is this someone's thing? Where their head gets squeezed so tight it blows up? I, I, I mean, that seems like a weird thing to have, but I've heard of weirder. <laughs> I guess it's possible. Yeah, I honestly think it's like the 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 clothes shrinking. Sure. Yeah, no, I could buy it. Like your clothes shrinking so much that you just can't move at all. Right. It's just being just being a bondage thing. Just a weird bondage thing. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a very specific bondage thing. Just yeah. Kind of thinking outside the bun when it comes to bondage. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, like one of those things will probably be a corset. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Sam and Clover and Alex just look on in horror. Uh, the unsaid thing of all of this is that Alex is going to make it out with probably broken feet, but okay. Right. <laughs> Alex is going to be fine. Sam's wearing one of the hats, so her head's going to get squeezed to death. Clover's wearing a feather boa, which is going to choke her to death right. and or decapitate her, depending on how hard this goes. I, don't know. I imagine those shoes are going to squeeze Alex enough that she's not just going to have broken feet. She's not going to have feet anymore. Like, you're just yeah, going to bust might... them off of her legs and she'll bleed to death slowly. Yeah. Or or she gets prosthetic feet from Whoop or something. Sure. I don't, I don't think you could save Clover and Sam here. No. Alex is the only one in a position where she might be okay. Right. She yeah, becomes yeah. that lady from Kingsman with the blade feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dope. What? That's a cool ass movie. <laughs> Fuck. Um so uh Helga says I'm off to my coming out party cuz she's going to go reveal that she's Mystique. Uh very happy for her and she leaves. Uh so they're just trapped in there with Trode. Um, and to be fair, good villain plot. They're like, "Hey, henchmen, stay in this room. Just watch the yeah. people." And watch yeah. the alarm. 
if they get out fist like right next to the alarm button so if they make a move hit it yeah and then and then we'll capture them again because we have guns and they don't (laughs) it's really Um, quite the uh quite the novel concept yep so we cut over to i don't know is this the fashion is this not a fashion show this is just the the party where she's going to be revealing her identity hosted by jan livers god damn it <laughs> i laughed a lot yeah i will um, say like they did not make her like an old lady which is somewhat right they yeah they made her a, a young lady um and they did their they found somebody who did like a halfway decent joan rivers impression in the office right. or whatever uh and they had them do this i yeah, sure. I'll I'll let you guys have this one. That's fine. <sighs> the best part is when she goes, oh, I love these clothes. I, I can't do a good Joan Rivers. I can't take them <laughs> off. Literally, has anyone noticed this? <laughs> I can't get them back off. Does anybody notice that you can't get these clothes back off? Um, but and still saying in her like, super excited way. Yeah, right. she's very excited about the product. And we cut back over to the spies. Um, and, and they're talking this out like, the, so the feather boa is getting tighter around Clover's neck, and there's no way she can breathe anymore. No, Sorry. God, no. Um, the the stuff when it happens is pretty gross looking. The yeah. shot of Clover with it like squeezing her neck is really unsettling. Yeah. Um. Even like the things, the hat closing on Sam's head is just really weird and bad. But they're all like, "Listen, we have to get out of this thing." And Clover's like, "I think." I can reach the um, the lockpick, but he Trode will notice because he's got his finger on the alarm and he's laughing at us. Right. You won't um, get away this time, girls. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a really fun voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam's like, okay, well, we just need a distraction. Um, it's there's been a hat in here this whole time and I will give them credit. They've drawn this hat in this room the entire time. Sure. There's another blue hat sitting in the room. Uh, and Sam yells over to Trode. Hey, could you swap me out hats? Cause this one's like a summer look and I'm really looking for something more like a, like a spring look. Right. Um, and Trode like picks up the hat and is like, would you shut the fuck up? You're going to be fucking dead of winter here in a minute. Boom. Um, and, Instead of waiting for Sam to make a move to unlock her, she does it while Trode's in her face. <laughs> like, looking at them. Um, but she gets let out of the cuffs. Um, Sam flips, so she grabs oh, his shoulders. Okay. Uh, you know what? Confession time? I had not yeah. finished watching this episode when we started, and I'm just now seeing how they get out of the clothes, and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> You. It's, it's bad, Luke. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. The bad show, Luke. God, that, what the? Come on. <laughs> We're I'm glad we there. got We're that recorded. <sighs> we are. We are almost there. Sam is grabbing this guy's shoulders. This is a fucking dope move because Sam's the strongest person alive. Right. I feel like she's it's, done this before. I think she has, but it's fucking cool. Um. She gets his shoulders, jumps over him while holding onto him, and when she's looking down at him, she fucking winks and then throws him all the way across the room. This is like her finisher. Yeah. 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 
Um, and he lands in a bunch of clothes, and he falls into a dress or something. It, it the could be a dress, could like be a gets coat. On him. Yeah, and the hat lands on him, um, and it starts tightening up. And Clover's like, "Okay, get everybody out." He looks like he's tied up for now. Uh, and as soon as she says that, he hits the alarm. Because <laughs> he's not tied up; he's just because, wearing clothes now. Yeah, he's just wearing clothes now. Uh, and the alarm goes off. And everything starts tightening on him. Uh, and that's the last time we see Trode this episode. Trode is 100% dead. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. he might be dead. Yeah, I the think last Sam time we see him. is him, like, desperately reaching towards the camera and then totally spies Bumper. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty dire. Yep. I love uh, could... their, their dedication to the Akira lights on the bicycles. Yeah, just a little bit of a light trail every time they go somewhere. So we cut back over to Jan Livers and that whole party thing. Uh, and they reveal that Mystique is Helga. Uh, and Jan yells, hey, no, I stopped wearing your designs when I heard about that whole fur coat thing. So apparently that's just news that everybody knows about, is that yeah. she tried to turn people into actual human fur coats. Right. Um, and... Jan's like, uh, we need to do something about this, y'all. Get those clothes off, because she's gonna kill us. <laughs> uh, and there's this shot of the crowd of everyone desperately trying to take off their clothes. Uh, and without context, it's very weird. Even in context, it's not great. Um, but Helga's like, okay, well, now it's time to do the thing. Uh, and she pulls out the button, and somebody throws a shoe at her, and it knocks the button out of her hand. Uh, it lands in a bowl of what appears to just be oil. No, it's caviar. No, it's caviar, but when they first throw the stuff in there, it just looks like liquid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it just looks gross. Um, They spies run up on uh, Helga, and she starts screaming. Uh, and she runs off to try to get the button while the henchmen show up. Uh, and there's a, there's a little fight scene. Uh, Jan pulls the camera over to her and is like, oh man, there's a fight. We're gonna, these ratings are gonna be killer. <laughs> Clover uh, Cl- stuffs the end of her feather boa in this dude's mouth. Uh, and that's yeah. her attack. Until she kicks him so hard, he flies over the entire crowd of people. Kicks him real good. Kicks yeah. him real good. Uh... Alex kicks two dudes. Uh, Sam. Sam. You know, Alex, her line is like, I know these shoes are killing me and they're really painful, but I kind of like them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very Alex line. Yeah, right. classic Alex. Sam, however, has the most baffling line in the history of the world. <laughs> Sam is bad. Uh, the, I, I wrote it down because it's awful. Uh, Sam grabs the microphone. Uh, I don't know where this microphone came from because it wasn't here in any of the other shots, but now she has a microphone. Uh, and she yells, here's a prediction for you. Take that and a side of fries. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry? (laughs) What? What's wrong with that? (laughs) So the first part of that is something that is only for her. Right. Yeah. And it hasn't come up in the last five scenes. <laughs> and the second part of that, she just like, she came up with the first part of here's a prediction for you. Right. And then could not 
like think of a last part and it's like yeah. and a side of fries. <laughs> <laughs> ah. She knocks three dudes out with the microphone. Helga goes and grabs the button out of the caviar. I, I will say uh, that this was like a my theory is that there was originally an episode about like psychics. Right. That this subplot and the, you know, A plot were both about, and that was going to be, like, the, the big ending of that. That that makes sure. a little bit of sense, sure. And then and they just, they like, scrapped that episode, and but put the B plot somewhere else. Yeah, no, I could buy into that. That's, that's probably fair. Um, Helga gets the button out of the caviar. There's so much caviar in this place, y'all. <laughs> it's um, fancy. Is fancy, but Helga presses the button and they start dying. Um, they like we cut to a scene. Everybody in the crowd is like screaming and trying to rip off these clothes. There's we cut back to Jan. This is horny, right? Uh, yeah, I guess it's it's there's just something about it that's yeah just throwing me. There's yeah. like it's it's a well, shot where and, we're looking and, like when up they at cut her. to the crowd shot, we have like one the guy just like ripping open his shirt at the chest is very horny. Right, <laughs> definitely. Yes. Uh, also, like I can't, I don't know how, like how I can describe as horny, but like the guy like kneeling next to the stage seems very horny. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. Yeah. Um. But this, this, we cut over to Jan specifically, and her entire outfit starts to tighten on her. And she's like, like wearing looking, like a bodysuit. Right. Yeah, and we're looking up at her from the bottom, and it just keeps happening. It's just. Yeah, there's no, you're definitely right. There's something horny about it. Yeah, there's something very horny about it. She's very stressed about it. She passes out. There's a lot of um, low angle shots of women in this episode. Yeah, there, there is. Hmm. Uh, and you know. then, uh, at. She does say it's very slimming. Yeah, yeah before she passes yeah. the fuck out, great. Meanwhile, Sam slams her head on a table and starts rolling around and writhing in agony. <laughs> she rolls all the way down the table, and there's just a waitress standing there. And, and she, she just like, goes, herbal tea. Herbal tea. <laughs> she's watching people die in front of her, and she's like, tea? Yeah. Right. And Sam's like, help me. <laughs> um, and she knocks the tea out of her hand uh, And it lands on Sam's hat And apparently Steam stops the effects Cause steam stops wrinkles <sighs> Because all the clothes are doing Is wrinkling so much That it's compressing I just That's What's wrong with you Helga <laughs> How is that your fucking I mean no no, you can't. It's, that's nothing. That's, that's not how that works, also. That's nothing. Just make it like nanomachines or something. Fuck, I don't know. Right. Just anything. Like, like it make it be so like somebody... with the steam, but like the nanomachines like are affected negatively by the steam or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they get shorted out or something. Fuck. It's not that difficult. Um, but so Sam throws tea at uh Alex and Clover, and they get freed. Like, and she like um, gets on the tee, and like the waiter seems very confused, even though she is, you know, one seeing people die in front of her, and two just saw that this lady like got tea splashed on her, and like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Right. 
Um, the three spies shoot their laser lipstick into the fountain, which produces a bunch of steam because it's superheating the fountain. This is what like the laser lipstick was used for. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's, that's a heck of a thing. This episode. Uh, um, did we get you know, a- I just realized. I just realized they used the lockpick twice. Yeah, they don't usually do shit like that, but yeah, that's in there. Uh, the um, uh, there's a great shot of like people taking off clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody starts undressing at this party. Like, a lady's, like, slowly taking off her jacket. Right. My favorite part of that is when the lady's slowly taking off jacket, there's a lady in the background who is very surprised and very into this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Jan wakes up, and she pops up her head, and she's a brunette now? Yeah, I... That's I, not how steam works or hair dye. Yeah, but I've never dyed my hair before. I don't. No, that's think not that's how that how works. works. Hey, did you I, know that you can take? Sh- did you know you could take showers while your hair is dyed and it doesn't just ruin everything? That's and especially if you go from brown to blonde, you must have bleached it, and that does not get affected by steam. Right. Nope. Uh, yeah. In the background, at one point, you do see Scott Stum- Summers, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, the camera's pointed at Jan, and she's just yelling, like, cut to commercial at it. And that's the end of that scene. Um, they arrest Helga. Clover tells her that her clothes are going to be very popular in prison? Uh, so I guess they're going to torture a bunch of inmates with shrinking clothes. (laughs) Uh, and that scene ends, and we cut back over to the mall. Um, and Sam's getting another reading from the psychic. My favorite uh, part about the this will be all the rage in prison is the long, long pause of this will be all the rage in prison. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Uh, in, in Like, it's good in that it's so bad. Uh, Clover really knows how to deliver those one-liners. Um, the psychic man is doing a tarot reading, I guess, for mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. Uh, and tells her that she's he- gonna broker world peace and then win a gold medal at the olympics uh and then it's three o'clock and he has to walk away from this booth now because he's out of psychic energy (laughs) i will say his tarot deck has two sun cards really just some fucking yeah some fucking (laughs) bullshit is what it is it's not good um they're walking down the street or down the mall and sam's like man i'm gonna have such an amazing life and then alex and sam or you're already a spy sam <laughs> yeah. But they they like they're like you know he's like not real, right? Like you know he's a fake. Uh and Sam's like how could you say that? Uh and then I guess the proof that he's a fake is that he has a second job. Right. Uh working at like a clown booth entertaining kids, which I I don't know why this is the proof you need Sam, but great, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, cuz because me and Molly, I, you Luke dropped out for a bit, Luke, so you sure. I don't know if you heard, but right. me and Molly, I pointed out to Molly, and she agreed that like, he is psychic, right? It's, I mean, he's, every one of his, of his predictions is right. That is true. I mean, like, we don't know about president or figure skating or, you know, married in Milan or whatever. Right. Well, well we know he's not right about that because he, he says that she'll have a husband, so that can't possibly. That doesn't sound right to me. No, that seems wrong. Did he say husband or did she ask about a husband? Uh, she might have just asked about a husband. I don't know if he actually said husband, so. It's yeah, some real, dear. like, bo- like yes, your partner will. <laughs> <laughs> I see your beloved and they. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sam's convinced that he's not real now, and now she's going to stop spending money on him, I guess, is the implication there. That's the end yeah. of the episode. Yeah. This one wasn't great, I didn't think. No, it wasn't very good. I didn't like it very much. I mean, we've no. been on kind of a hot streak, so I guess they needed a shitty one at some point. Yeah. yeah. I feel they- like the way they show like him changing is he takes off, like, you see, like, his pants shirt and then him putting his tarot card down in his watch yeah like, oh yeah. my god i thought they were gonna show him like half naked for a second yeah because they just yeah they just show him throwing clothes uh but then it cuts to him in like his other work uniforms like oh okay 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 oh he's just a clown he's, it's just a, it's just a clown i don't have to see this naked boy <laughs> and he's just like in his little you know mall stand clown box yeah, just entertaining some kids. It's it like it's perfectly nice. I don't know what her problem is, that, right. like, but whatever. I will say that he seems like a nice guy at the end. Yeah, he seems like a decent dude who just like got caught up in his own con. Right. I mean, to me, the thing with Totally Spies, the most accurate thing in their depiction of teenagers is they think everything is stupid. Yes. Like no, yes. like anything that's not. Their preconceived idea of cool is, ugh, you like that? Ew. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that episode sucks. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, it wasn't a great one. Yeah. Um, Ashley, do we have questions? Oh, we do have questions. Let me pull it up very quickly. Excellent. Um, I'm also going to pull up, like, the Gmail. Um, you can still send us questions at Prize on Twitter. Uh, toyreprise at gmail.com. You can send us questions to our personal Twitter accounts, which is usually where we get them for Ashley. Um, you can do all those things. We have a multitude of ways on how to contact us. We are very available. <laughs> um, send questions to Luke. Send questions to Luke. You can send questions to Luke at SSJ Speed Racer. Still waiting yeah. on some uh, good, nice, sweet giantess stuff. I've only gotten a handful of images. That's fucked up. Mostly from people that I actively bullied into giving me things. <laughs> Great. Luke, people, don't bully people for art. Don't bully. <laughs> no, I made, um, um, is it, Sh- yeah, I made Sean, because he was mentioning he had some stuff that kind of combined our both of our interests. I'm like, well, stop being shitty and share. <laughs> well, if, yeah, if somebody tells you they have something that would interest you and they don't give it to you, that's fucked up. Right. I mean, it didn't really, but I, you know, I want to make that judgment call. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, just let me make my own decision. God. Fuck God, Sean. <sighs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> uh, all right. From uh, Pinman, uh, Jasmine Marsh. Uh, holy shit, fashion made me think. What would the girls have for stands? And I have know nothing about JoJo. Oh, I don't so. know any JoJo's. <sighs> okay, so I know more JoJo's than either of you, but. So you I'm, also didn't get to the part with stands, right? No, I have, I have, but so I'm I'm a little more than halfway through Stardust Crusaders, which is the season that introduced stands. In that series, all the stands are based on tarot cards. My understanding is that once season four starts, stands can just be fucking anything. I think it's a lot of like bands and that kind of thing. Um, I know one is just called Cars, because there's a band called Cars. So Cars is not a stand. Cars is an ancient, uh, uh, fucking 
Oh God, Aztec. There we go. Vampire who Holy gets. Shit. So, so JoJo's. Let's talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for a second. I, I don't know why, but it's interesting to me that like when I hear about like the ridiculous shit that happens on Riverdale, I'm like, yes, more of this. Right. And then like I hear about ridiculous shit on JoJo's, like yeah, that I'm. I feel like I'm making the right decisions in my life, not, not watching, watching that. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a very different kind of ridiculous. So, the first season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure takes place in Victorian England. And it's about this uh, young man named Jonathan Joestar and his adopted brother, Dio, uh, because a bunch of people in JoJo's are named after classic rock bands. Uh, Okay. And Dio is a bad man who gets a mask that turns him into a vampire. And Jonathan has to go on a quest to beat up his uh, brother and kill him. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. And a whole bunch of stuff happens there. And then uh, season two is about Jonathan's grandson, Joseph Joestar, who uh, gets wrapped up in this plot where Nazis during World War II discover an ancient crypt with three vampires that were way more powerful than Dio, and they break loose, and now Joseph has to fight them, and they are Wham, Cars, and ACDC. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, And all of them have, like, different powers over their bodies like wham can control his breath enough to make like whirlwinds and hurricanes and shit and uh acdc can control his blood and like he shoots his veins out like tentacles and then sprays boiling hot blood at people no thanks what (laughs) so like in addition to being vampires well so part of the rules for vampires and jojos is that you have complete control over your body like, there is a... Oh, okay, Like, okay. the Nazis find one vampire, and they have him locked up in this, like, airtight cell, because they're trying to examine him, and he manages to slip... Like, he crunches his body down through the uh, air conditioning unit to, like, slip out. Wait, I thought you said airless. I'm sorry, I, not quite air... But, like, it's locked down tight, there's, like, reinforced steel doors, but there's, like, a vent for air, and he manages to, like, that's, like, an inch thick... Inch wide, and he managed to crunch down into it like a rat and get out that way. God, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, and then Cars, who's like their leader, can like, t- like make blades stick out of his bones, and then like use his arm bones like chainsaws. What the fuck is JoJo's? <laughs> My girlfriend watches that show, and she loves it, and I have never watched it, and I. God, right. what? And then the, in the finale of that season, Cars gets um, even more powerful. He, like, the whole thing is they're trying to, like, he create becomes this, trucks. this new <laughs> magic vampire mask. Uh, yeah, he becomes trucks, which will make him, like, an ultra vampire that's basically a god who, because he's the ultimate evol- evolved creature, he can summon body parts of any animal. Okay. <laughs> so, like, he just grows wings, and now he can fly. And then, like, he gets thrown into a volcano, but he turns his body into, like, uh, those, like, extremophiles that, like, live in volcanic vents in the ocean and shit. Okay, sure. And eventually he sure. gets thrown into space and frozen and just drifts through space for all eternity, and that's how they beat him. Yeah, it seems like a way to do it. Right. So then, Stardust Crusaders, where stands happen, is uh, Dio, the vampire from the first season, comes back, and he killed Jonathan Joestar, 
uh, in the past and stole his body and attached his head to Jonathan's body because he got beheaded during the original I, show. Yo, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he learns how to use stands, which are like a magic thing where you like summon like your innermost spirit into like a, some kind of like basically magical Pokemon. <laughs> but like when but it gets hurt, that, you get hurt. That idea is interesting to me. Yeah. But because he has Jonathan's body, all of Jonathan's descendants also get the power to use stands, which includes Josuke Kujo. Jonathan uh, Joseph Joestar's grandson and his mother who is not a powerful enough fighter to maintain a stand so it's like eating away at her like a parasite so him and Joseph have to go off on an adventure to fight Dio Christ okay we should uh, probably note that that was all spoilers for those seasons yeah whatever that, that show is years old at this point I mean, even so, there's the lots of people who are still getting into and it. And I didn't say how, like, the stuff I said about Stardust Crusaders is stuff from, like, the beginning of the show. Okay, okay. I haven't yeah, finished well, it yet, we'll, so I don't know how it ends. I assume we'll they just, killed Dio. Maybe, who knows? Also, that we manga should... was, like, made in, like, the 80s and 90s, so... Yeah, I... Oh, yeah, whatever. I think we should still throw something in the show notes, at All least. Right. Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. But anyway, um, I don't know what kind of stands the spies would have. <laughs> Like, the big thing in Stardust is that a stand can be, like, literally anything. Like, there is a dude whose stand is a cruise ship. There's a dude whose stand is, like, lives on his face and lets him change his face to look like anybody. There's someone whose stand is a sword. There's someone whose stand is, like, a weird tentacle monster. Like, it's literally anything. So it's kind of hard to... Is it, like, a persona? It's similar to a persona, yeah. Okay. It's it's a lot like a persona. That's a good analog to draw. Okay, none of us know what the answer to this question is. We nope. just learned about JoJo, and we still don't know. <laughs> Thanks, question asker. Sorry. Uh, from Chie Shadonoka, uh, what did the D chimerification uh, process include? A lot of pruning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of pruning. Uh, yeah, I imagine it was like a bonsai tree. Yeah, it turned out that she was just in the middle of it, and they just had to keep cutting. Oh, you said she was oh, in the Christ. middle. I think that's being generous. I think they had to cut an arm off here, a head off here, and just sort of reconstruct her. Oh, God. This is awful. <laughs> I hate it. You're probably right. Uh, yeah, that that episode sucked. <laughs> I know I like that episode, but God. From at Cromfair, favorite outfit the spies wore? Oh, God. Mm. I... I can only remember, like, the bad ones, which are usually the racist ones. Yeah. I think, yeah, and they've all worn, like, cute sundresses at one point, and sure. there's, there's been some good stuff, but yeah, I, 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 I have not kept track of that. I will still go to bat for, I don't know if it's my favorite, but uh, the Alex's overalls with the hearts on it. Sure. Yeah, I know you like those. I'm not a big fan, but yeah. Like, I like it for her. Like, I would not wear that. Right. No, yeah, it's, you're right. It's a very Alex outfit. It's it's good for her. Like, yeah. if you yep. want to say, like, the outfit I'm most excited to see is when Alex breaks out the men's button-up, but only buttons one button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she's worn that multiple times. That might be the best Alex outfit. It's just, I don't see how she gets away with wearing that to school. <laughs> I, listen, they all wear just, like, crop tops and tube tops all right. the time to school. I don't know how they do it. 
Uh, from Dokunoki, which of the better sneaking suits, Saul's snakes or the spies? Oh, man, they're honestly very similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, huh? Like, Snake just kind of has a gray spice suit. Like, his isn't latex, and it's got, like, some padding in it for, like, bullet protection, but... There's no guns in the Totally Spies world, really, so... Although, actually, thinking about it, uh, Big Boss's sneaking suit is 100% like latexy. Nice. Oh, let me, I'm looking that up. Ground Zero's sneaking suit. See, this is another case where someone could be talking right now while I look uh, this up. I mean, I don't know anything about Metal Gear. You're on Metal Gear. I don't know shit about Metal Gear. I mean, it's, uh, it's a little more detail. Oh, no, that's a small picture. Damn it. I, mm. Okay, Okay, um, I'm going to read some more questions and you'll get back to us on, on that, Luke. Okay, yeah. thank you. Uh, from at definitely exist. Should cat girls have both cat ears and human ears, or just cat ears? Uh, uh, and then, mm. I feel like you would it, look weird if they didn't have the human ears, but if a, gosh, they both seem kind of odd, don't they? If a cat girl doesn't wear, uh, doesn't have human ears, how are they supposed to wear glasses? Well, a cat girl just has good cat eyes, probably. Yeah, need glasses. I I think just cat ears. On just the other cat hand, girl, cat, cat, ears. cat ears with glasses seems like it'd be a pretty cute look. What if they're wearing that them for style bad. reasons? That's a pretty. I mean, you could you could probably make some shit up. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, like there's like know. two loops, and like they like go around the ears, and then they just the glasses hang down. Right. <laughs> God, that would, yeah, no cat glasses would look ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, this is what solid. I, this is what uh, Big Boss's sneaking suit looks like. Except Skype won't send it. There it goes. God damn it, Skype. It's it's it's. I mean, he's got like extra shit on it, but it kind of oh, is sure. just a spy suit. I mean, it's basically just the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a tight outfit. Right. Just a tight, um, shiny tight. outfit. Yep. Um, I'm going with cat ears only. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like then you like brush their hair back, and there's just nothing there, and I feel like that would be. I don't know. Maybe you'd get used to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, that was the last part of this. Is, is it an acceptable compromise to cover the human ear part with hair and not think about it? Yeah, I guess yes. so. Um, yes, absolutely. And so, like, I there are a few different uh, shows and like mangas and comics where they take like the tropes of stuff like that and then like actually like super examine them. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Uh, the the best one is probably uh, I think it's called like My Centaur Life. Okay. And it just really gets into what would happen if there were all these different kind of, like, monster girls. Right. Okay. okay. Like, at one point, there are, uh, like, lizard people, and they live in Antarctica because it's better for, like, their blood. Like... Oh, okay, sure. Oh, weird. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, they can only live in, like, cold places. I thought that was the opposite of how they worked. I have no fucking clue. I thought they'd Don't live they, in warm yeah, places. Like, like, that's why lizards are sell themselves water. on rocks and stuff. Eh. Maybe they all live in Arizona. Yeah, maybe I also <laughs> maybe like, I read this like two years ago, so mm. fair enough. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, this is from someone with a walked account, so I'm just gonna say thank you. Uh, sure, sure. Would you ask the writers of this show if you had an interview with them? Oh boy, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I mean you can't just come out and say it, right? <laughs> Did you know what you were doing? <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna add a caveat to this, which I think will make this very interesting. Okay. Like, say, like, at the end of Tell Your Prize, that we actually get a one-on-one interview with, like, the writers. Sure. But, okay. 
but we have to be like professional about it. Okay. Okay. Like, what would you actually want to know about the making of this show that isn't just like, were you all horny? Right. <laughs> God. I guess. I guess I kind of want to know what the constraints were like, because a lot of it is not animated well. Like when you get right down to it. Right. Like, like, did you guys have a small budget? Was it a small team? Did you not have a lot of time? I feel like asking any question about, you know, going back to the professionalism thing, you definitely can't ask about the horniness. I don't think you can ask about, boy, Sue, why'd you guys do a bad job? <laughs> well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think like, you can do that either. It's, yeah, I guess. I mean, it just, it all comes from a place of love, because I do love this show. It's sure. really dumb, and I love it. Um... God, I don't, I don't know. Like, if I can't be professional and ask about the horny, like, what am I doing? Right. Like, I guess, I guess, like, the real question you ask in that case is, like, do you know the kind of reputation your show has now? Like, was oh, that an boy. intentional move? <laughs> I feel like that's a did good you, way to do you guys, it. Yeah, I think that's, a, like, the best way to put it was, like, did you guys, not, like, did you guys know, but, like, you've, you realize the reputation this show has gained over the years, Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you would have to come up with questions rough. that are completely, much like Totally Spies itself, completely innocent on their face, but, like, could almost bait them into saying what we actually want to know. And, like, the best part of, like, the best po- like possible thing, like, you would give one of those questions, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, we were just horny, we were just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you have to be something like... Boy, it seems like you guys have a lot of fun with the way Mandy teases Clover about her feet. Like, what's that like? And then just right. let them let them uh, hang themselves with their answer. Yeah. Like, I feel like... God, I hope they don't listen to this one. <laughs> I feel like I could just go in there, have, like, a slideshow, uh-huh. and just, like, show images... And they're like, can... Well, there's that image... I, I have a... God, do I have it saved on my phone still? There's this post on, like, Imager or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, that, like, lists... It's just a list of all the shit that happens in that. Uh-huh. I didn't close it. Excellent. Hang on. I have to find a way to get this over to you guys. Uh, anyway, continue. Right. Actually, what were you gonna say? Like, just, like, show them a uh, slideshow and go, like... Okay. <laughs> can, can you explain yourself? Yeah, like, I... <laughs> Like, I've seen interviews where it's like, they have footage of this person talking what they thought was private, and every time the person lies, they just, like, cut them off and say, okay, roll this part of the clip, and they're like, okay, so, what you got for us? Here's that link. I have it now. Um, yeah, that would be an interesting interview. I don't know if I would even want to do it, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. It, it sounds like a real rough one, because all I would want to do is say, like, why are you guys so fucking horny? Yeah. 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 Um, are there more questions, actually? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Luke, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. And uh, just like all, just like both of you, you can find me over on Audio Entropy, where I do an embarrassment of shows. Um, I'll... Just mentioned the one that only I do out of us, which is uh, Let's Place, which has just recently started back up, and it's where we rank every video game ever made. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think by the time this goes up, it'll still be the one I'm on is the most recent one. Yeah, it will be. Uh, yeah. 
so you can go listen to that and listen to us talk about Dark Souls 2 and uh, uh, Tailspin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have anything else you want to add in there? Uh, I think that's it. I mean, I got other stuff, but it's stuff that I'll, I'll, I'll let those plugs go to someone else. Oh, sure. Uh, Ashley, go ahead. You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me also at Audio Entropy with uh, such great shows like ones with Luke, like Cosmic Call, uh, ones with uh, Molly, like Transmission Radio, or ones with both of them, uh, like Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor, which you will get exclusive podcasts uh, such as but we're both girls, which the second episode of just went up recently. I still need to listen to that. I'm very excited. On that one, I talk about uh, Kindred Spirits on the Roof, which is the Yuri dating game I'm currently playing, uh, and talk about Takamiya Jin, who's one of my favorite mangaka, and known for the drama. <laughs> Ooh, the drama. Great. Um, anything else you want to throw in there? Um, and also check out all the other great podcasts on audiotp.com. Yeah, there's yeah, a bajillion we, we of them. A bunch of, yeah, uh, Teenage with Attitude, Warren Beast, uh, Digital Moncast, uh, Inside the Master Studio. I don't think we mention that one very often. Yeah. You um, will have also been on the most recent Teenagers with Attitude when this goes out, Molly. Yes, that is also true. I will also have been on that episode. Uh, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um. Uh, and All Along the Watchtower. I knew I was forgetting one that I wanted to mention in there. Uh, and Going Pear Shaped. Fuck, we have so many shows. We God. have a lot of shows. We have a lot of shows. Um, you can find me, Molly, at your friend Molly on Twitter with a Y-E-R. Um, you can find me on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, where I am now on two feeds, uh, one with Ashley and the other I just put up with Jules, uh, which I previously mentioned, very excited to get through. Um, you can also find me on Transmission Radio and on our new podcast, Pris Molly's Movie Night, where... Somebody from Audio Entropy for now uh, shows Pris, my girlfriend, and I a new movie that we've never seen before. Yeah. Which is most movies, because I've never seen a movie in my life. Never seen a movie. Um, You can... Uh, the Amory score isn't out yet. Still, it's coming soon. Sorry, promise. have you guys recorded I, I it, or no? To, we've recorded one episode. Okay. I'll talk to you about it after we go okay. there. It's, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Sure, sure, sure. Um, And... I think that's it for me go to audioentropy.com hit that donate button keep our website online uh that donate button just pays for uh our uh hosting costs we don't get any of that money we just need it to keep our stuff online because that's what we do here yep um let us give you that content um find us on itunes give us a review subscribe leave a rating do all those things for us uh that'd be wonderful lovely um i think that's pretty much all i need to add in there is that everything we need to do there i think um did either of you mention Cosmic Call? Uh, Ashley did. Uh, Ashley did. Okay, great. Uh, that's the, that's really good. Well, thank um, you. That episode you guys did with uh, the the NASA episode was fucking fantastic. You guys did a great job. We, on that. You know, we just wanted to clear the air. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very important to clear the air there because there's a lot of stuff that I think people have been really looking over. A lot of misconceptions. Yep. A lot of them. Um, and I think that's it for us this week. That sounds like it. Sounds like it. So, Ashley, you want to get us out of here? Until next time, keep spying! Yeah! Yeah!